Kilo, Alpha, Papa, Lima, Oscar, Whiskey, India, Tango, Zulu. The following is a Capowitz Radio production on behalf of Capowitz Media and most importantly, is powered by Illusione Cigars deep in flavor, deep in your mind. IllusioneCigars.com Gentle persons, welcome to Capitalist Radio, etc. for episode number 193, which was, is, and forevermore will be entitled Intro times 10, etc. is a midweek bit of audio housekeeping, if you will, an addendum of sorts to the Big Kaplowitz Radio podcast offering known titularly as Kaplowitz Radio, which drops each and every Sunday. Be sure to subscribe to Kaplowitz Radio programming wherever you listen, rate, and comment there as well. Visit www.kaplowitz.xyz written reviews, spoken views, simply the best tasting radio out there. Help keep Capitalist Media going and growing. While you're at it, donations may be made via PayPal at paypal.me slash So what did happen that could possibly require an addendum in episode 193. Quite frankly, a whole lot of nothing, honey. Uh, what went down was were 10 canned and rebroadcasted intros to the show, uh, which included a said whole lot of Shakespeare sonnets. This was due to, and you could possibly hear it in my voice as I take another sip of coffee. This is due to Oregon being ablaze. Uh, my throat wasn't up to it. Uh, I was nearly evacuated. Um, I'm okay. But, uh, like I said, still a little, little horse. Little horse. And I asked myself, should I do this anyway? Should I, or should I just quit? And I said, quit, nay. So I did something, horse, I did, nay. I did something, I'm doing something here. And um, what am I about to do here would be a good question. Well, this uh, Sunday's, this coming Sunday's Capitalist Radio episode 194 will be all about recapping that's R-E-K-A-P, recapping the 2020 Capitalist Guide post, uh, among other things that it'll be about, a couple of interviews. But that doesn't answer the question that I myself asked. I simply wanted to sneak that in. This is not, gentle persons, a teaser-free zone. How about this? <clears throat> Kaplowitz Media Coffee 
is kicking back on after a short and rather unannounced hiatus of sorts of about a month while I got Kaplowitz Media Wine underway. So that's nice. I have samples on the way. They've already been uh, waylaid some by the aforementioned fires. Uh, but I'm stoked and will be even more stoked to look at them as soon as I'm caffeinated properly. Next up, as far as some news, for Kaplowitz Media Cigars, during this, its fifth anniversary month-long celebration, is the biggest deal of the year. That, of course, being the naming of Kaplowitz Media Cigar of the Year. Um, but we'll talk about that more down the road, although I've already teased it twice, I believe. I'm a little smoked out. Uh, a little foggy. It's like having medicine head and waking up on a foggy morning, except you're doing it all day long. I have been catching up on my naps, though. People have asked, though, what happened with the coffee, what happened with the new reviews. Like I said, it's been a month. Um... And like I said, I just had to lay some foundation over at the wine spot while keeping the bread and butter cigars going. Uh, but the coffee, like I said, will be kicking back on. I don't have an excellent time frame. I know there are samples and route now to my fog, to my smoky doorstep. Uh, we shall see, and um, you actually shall see. Um, I'll just know when they get here, but I have honestly missed reviewing some fine gourmet specialty coffees, and I am extremely looking forward to the opportunity to do that more. Um, where will the time be pulled from? That's a decent question, but um, I don't believe if everything goes off as planned that it'll be pulled from anywhere, meaning there will be definitely no less cigars, and most likely no less wines. I'm potentially looking at actually doing more wines. I'm a bit backed up as to, as far as those samples are concerned because I simply don't want to um, become a wino. So that's, uh, I guess that's the addendum portion of it, just a little bit. Uh, my eyes are burning. I feel another nap coming on, although it's 8.14 in the p.m. as I'm recording this, so I just might go to sleep. Um, but here's a little something for you. What I'm going to do now is plug in a classic Disillusione D program from the Kaplowitz Radio Archives. For more Kaplowitz Media, I don't know, I gave you the website. Open your door and yell out into the smoky streets if you're here in the Pacific Northwest. Google Kaplowitz Media, uh, at Kaplowitz Media on Twitter, lesser so, at Instagram, hardly really ever on Facebook. But hey, thanks for tuning in, and remember, <clears throat> god damn it, I forgot, oh yeah, uh, www.kaplow.com. I-T-Z dot X-Y-Z.
And I really do like the best tasting podcast thing that I spit out. That's good. That's good. Hey, hey, in, in, enjoy the in, enjoy what's next. Kilo, Alpha, Papa, Lima, Oscar, Whiskey, India, Tango, Zulu. This is Disillusione. What? Dion, can you hear me clear? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah. Do I sound far away? Well, yeah, only because you're whispering. Well, what we're going to be doing here is a little bit of a meeting. Of, not a little bit. It's a meeting of the society, and we're going to handle a little bit of, not issues, but we're, for the betterment of each month's meeting, we're going to talk a little logistics, behind-the-scenes stuff. So this should be very exciting for people at home to listen to. Um, but. Yeah, right, or very boring. I so what one we were or the other. About before, it's a fine line. Yeah, it is. And speaking of fine lines, I don't hold the phone up to my ear. I haven't for years, and I won't. I won't. You uh, won't. And and you cited quote unquote obvious reasons. For obvious reasons, right. I mean, you know, there's the uh there's the studies out there now. I mean the you know, the studies. Oh. I don't you know, the, the, the cancers, the brain tumors, yeah. you know, stuff like that. I mean, it's bad enough. I walk around with this thing in my pocket all day. You know, God knows what be, what could be going on down there. But literally down no, there, I, I won't put I won't put the phone up to my ear for any extended amount of time. I just won't do it. OK, so that means you're on speakerphone and that means that just right. speak as closely as you can into said speakerphone. And right. what what started all this is you received some feedback um, saying that you were a little lower. My guests were a little lower on, you know, as far as audio than I am. And I am uh, talking into my phone as if it were a phone, meaning it's up against my ear uh, and up against my face. So maybe that's one clear. I also have a not good, lovely man, voice. Not good. Not good. But spoiler alert, Dion, most of us will get cancer. You don't, and I'm yeah, not just but you know what, in the head? Industry. I'm not, you know, I, I not know. to be on, you know. Look, but the head is have, a bad haven't one. You ever held this, haven't you ever held this thing up to your head, like, like had a, a conversation for like 20 minutes or whatever, and then all of a sudden it's like the right side of your head hurts? Or it almost feels like you have a little bit of a sunburn over there, that sensation of the sunburn. I never got the sunburn effect, but I have got the headache effect by always chalk that up to who I spent the 20 minutes speaking to. No, no. Because results vary. No. no. Oh, you know, let let me get something real quick. I I kind of cheesed up the beginning of this, but hold hold on one second. I'm going to reset. This... Illusione one zero one three two zero one nine, the official Illusione podcast, a Kaplowitz Media production via Kaplowitz Radio. I am Kaplowitz. With me is Dion Giolito, owner of Illusione Cigars. Okay, I just had to bang that out of the way. I'm, who's, I'm, who's uh, the, I've always wondered who's the official sponsor of this podcast. You know, brought to you by. Uh, powered by 
Yeah, powered by, fueled by. Fueled by, birthed by, or that, that's less know. dynamic. Powered Nothing against by, the female listeners. Yeah, they're, they're such, those are such 1990s phrases, you know, powered by, fueled by. Extreme, but no E at right. the beginning. Right, right. Well, the, well, this uh, Disillusioni podcast is extremely powerfully powered by uh, Illusione cigars. I could really amp that up a little bit. You have other sponsors on your site. How come, how come one of your other sponsors can't sponsor the Illusioni, you know, site like uh i feel like that would be a conflict of interest it would but it would be right it would be fun it would would be goofy it would be goofy as heck right if you had to pick a cigar company from my sponsors who would you favor for that role oh oh like uh, as you as you quickly pull up my site to figure out who's currently sponsoring me yeah i gosh i don't know well, any, any, any company, any company. They all have, they all, they all have uh, so much to offer, so much to give. I don't know. I mean, who, who, who would I choose and who would I, who would I piss off in, 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 in the meantime, you know? Right. It's uh, hmm. I, I don't want to throw any names out there particularly because this is the Illusione podcast powered by extremely so. Illusione cigars, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. What if I brought a I don't... sponsor? What, what, what if I had a sponsor? What if I said uh, the Disillusione podcast sponsored by Coop? By Cigar Coop? By Cigar Coop, right. Who, who gets the paycheck in that scenario? Like, so you would go out does. there. It's it just, just strictly for shits and giggles? feces and facial gestures uh, brought to you by Peterson Barn, Eugene, Oregon yeah. Community Center. Hunter Something like Rhino. that. Or by Red Lobster. Yeah, yeah. Powered Olive by Garden. Red Lobster. Olive Garden, I like it. I like it. It's in keeping with the slight Italian note, and um, we could tag them mercilessly in every episode link until they succumb to our advances and cut us both a nice little check. Right. Speaking of which, I made, uh, made, yeah, I was, uh, I was going to say, you know, the whole Olive Garden thing, God forbid, don't anybody go there. Um, I made Bolognese last night and it was killer. I made Bolognese and uh, Cavatelli. Wow. Very continental. Delicious. I had a Delicious. peanut butter and jelly sandwich Here's when I realized I had forgotten to eat during the day. Oh. I'm sorry, but go on. Well, you can't, go you on. can't do that. Look, you're a chef, man. You should be able to, to whip something up that's, that's a very good, delicious and nutritious meal to not only feed you but your kid instead, of, instead of peanut butter sandwiches or and jelly. pancakes or, you know, I, I mean, I could go on. But I don't well, if, if, if let, let me draw a little analogy. If, if Illusione Cigars powers the Disillusione podcast, pancakes power the Capulet's resonance. So I'm, I'm not willing to put them on hold necessarily, but um, 
I'll think about it. Maybe I could have just like a couple of different mother sauces prepared just to splash into a pot, throw something in there and go from there. I don't know. We'll see. You made yeah, me think I mean, look, a little bit. You could do not it. Much. You, you have the knowledge, right? I believe so. I don't know. I might need to refresh it. Well, you don't, you know, you just do it. I mean, you live in a great area. There's probably farmers. I mean, I, I can only imagine, you know, you go to Oregon. Everybody's selling mm. some sort of craft uh, thing, something that was grown and tended and, 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 you know, coddled and massaged from the ground. And then they bring it in these little baskets and they, right. you know, they sell it at the farmer's market. Mm. And Have you ever been to Eugene? No, I haven't. I've been to Portland. You really? Okay. So you've been to Big Brother of Eugene, Portland, Oregon. Mm. You need to come out here, and I need to take you to the Saturday market here in Eugene. Why? It sounds like you don't go. Well, it would give me Unless an excuse. You, are you to. getting your pancake mix there? What's I mean, your your artisan. Well, I have I, I have artisan craft pancake mix. Is is what I have. It's craft. Mm-hmm. It's a craft pancake mix. Not craft like the mac and cheese, but I have that too. But it's it's craft pancake mix. It's really quite good. And um, not to further defend myself, but the biggest news this week is I brought new towels, new bath towels. And I moved away from white because I, I have a thing. I like white. I like white linen. I like white towels. But so I do went I. for some reason. So do really? I. Yeah, I, I, I tried to move away from that a little bit. I don't know why, oh, but I, okay, I brought so brown and theory. blue and red. No, anyway, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. you can't, you can't mm. do that. You can't do that. You're going you're gonna to totally screw with my OCD. But that's part of the anything, issue with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I'm trying to be healthier. Anything, anything that has to do with, like, bath or, you know, bedding, anything that your body touches, right? I'm a oh, big yeah, I'm fan of I'm a big fan of, like, white linens, white towels, because... You can tell when they are dirty immediately, okay? Mm. Immediately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff should be washed every three days anyways, you know, whether it's a towel or a, you know, a bed sheet, whatever. That's usually rule of thumb, right? Every three days right. it should come off or it should go. But I go for the that. thing yeah, is, definitely. if something gets dirty, you can immediately tell that it's dirty, then it goes into the hamper. With a brown towel, eh, with a blue towel, eh, you know? Yeah, like the, the brown is mind. a... And the brown is a very unfortunate color. The more I think of it, yeah, not to I get mean, too graphic. So not a fan. Not a fan of any linens or baths colors. You see, I have a further what? kind of OCD thing because knowing when something gets dirty immediately wound up not being good enough for me. I had to not just clean it, but bleach it. So I bleach all my stuff a couple of times a week. You know, and yeah. it kind of wears and tears on it. So I had really some rough-looking towels after bleaching them and running them through the dryer a couple of times a week. And I figured, you know, let's do this. I'm not going to bleach a, a, a royal blue towel, of course. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be healthier. I'm trying to lighten up a little bit, loosen plus, the sphincter. Plus Are you saying you know I need to tighten it? I Did I mess up here? I don't know. I, I think you're. I think you're giving a little too much information. But, um, you know, then the colored then the colored towels they get grungy, they get dingy because you know ultimately you know you want to keep all you want to separate all 
you know, the white laundry, right, to keep them as white as possible. And then the, then mm-hmm. the colors and, you know, the, the different types of fabrics, they go into another one, but ultimately start mixing things, you know, together. And it's just, they go, they go you know, the, the towels, they go drab, they get, they get dingy. And then, you know, it's just, it's, it's a mess. I'm feeling uncomfortable. I, I might have to call my therapist after this. It's been a bit anyway, but um, yeah, it, it, the thing is, uh, it's so much, and, and it leads to a very important discussion of bleach, because there's some right. things in life that's worth paying a little extra for, that are worth paying a little extra for, and some things you get like the cheapy brand and make do, but if you're listening at home, people, I don't know why at this point, but I have to tell you, it's very important to get Clorox bleach. Because if you get the shitty cheap store brand bleach, your stuff's going to get yellowed. It's not good. Right. Pay the extra what works buck really or good two. If you want to spend the extra sixty cents mm. or eighty cents, whatever it is, get that OxyClean bleach. Oh, oh yeah. That's like that's like the the, the top of the pyramid as far as bleaches go. That's like oh, yeah. bleach royalty. Yeah. The the problem is, I'm somewhat of a bleach purist. And I don't know if I like additives to the bleach. So I'm, I'm not entirely sure. Now, is it in the bleach? Are you talking about the one that's in the yeah. bleach? Or are you talking yeah, about just, just adding oxy? oxy yeah, it's oxy clean bleach. I think Clorox makes it. I don't know. I'm not, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think mm. they do. But I think it's like Clorox with oxy clean or something like that. I don't know. But I'm going to have to go shopping later after my therapist. On it. Okay. Now I regret it's only three towels. I mean, I could I could easily change the course and use the three colorful towels for like uh, I call them floor towels. The back door of my house where I let my dogs in and out. I keep like a towel at the floor so I could wipe them down so they don't get their crap all over my stuff. So maybe I bought three new ones of those and I got to go back to the store and get three new white towels before it's too late. Right, and then I don't you know. put everything else in the guest wing. Oh, in the gosh. in the guest wing, <laughs> aka the room I put my bicycles in. Yeah, right. uh, we'll, we'll we'll see. Right. We'll we'll see. I I, ha- I don't have a great easy feeling about this, but it's a, it, maybe I shouldn't. I, I'm expanding myself. I'm bettering myself. Maybe it shouldn't be comfortable. Maybe I should go to a store and get some black towels. That sounded terrible. That's, that that sounds sound very terrible. Yeah, you don't strike me as 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 a goth. <laughs> Could you imagine the horror of stepping out of the of the shower and reaching for a black towel? The horror oh, involved with that. Then you'd have to have black soap, black shower curtains. Jeez, oh, shower wow. curtains. I have a problem with my shower curtain, Dion. Maybe you could help me. Uh, I have like the regular cloth shower curtain, you know, the decorative one. Yeah, and. Inside, I have uh, the the liner, the clear right, the liner, vinyl. Right. You know what I mean. Now, mm-hmm. the way my bathroom is shaped, it's kind of like a, a peak in the frame. And long story short, there's not enough room to hang a full-length shower curtain. So it kind of billows on the floor outside the decorative one, which is okay, whatever. But um, 
but the shower liner is long and it collects all kinds of grime from the shower. Well, okay. So let me tell you, let me tell you right here, I can solve that problem easily. So when you take the liner out of the packet, okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, there, mm-hmm. there are these things called scissors, right? So what you do is you say, okay, I got like about eight inches before, you know, it touches the floor. And then while it's all, wow, you're lucky. It up and oh no, we're, we're, we're talking shower curtains. Sorry, sir. Yeah, we're, we're the liner I'm talking about, right? Is okay. it the liner yeah, that yeah, touches yeah. or the curtain? The liner. The curtain touches, but it's outside. It looks fine. Okay. It's right. not an issue as far as hygienically speaking. So just cut whatever you need off the bottom so it doesn't collect down there and get all, you know, the stuff that it could get. I mean, there, there's you can find your happy medium, but just take some scissors, you know, and, and, and cut it. Two, two problems. I lose the little magnets at the bottom that keep it in place. And what if I cut an uneven line? I have to See, shower that's pretty for the next, Well, it's pretty luxurious know. right there because right now you said magnets at the bottom of the liner. I, I am not familiar with such a concept. The liners that I've always gotten were the 99-cent liners that you can get, you just hang up and you throw away once, you know, you, you see the, uh, the, the, yeah. the, the, yeah. the, the moldy creep of death coming up from, from, the tub. <laughs> from below. You take it outside, you throw it away, burn it preferably, then you go back in and then you wipe everything down with Clorox wipes or, or your bleach, you know, again, yeah, Clorox, you don't need, you yes. don't need the, you don't need the high end Clorox bleach. You can use that other jug of the uh, median level bleach that you got to take care Just of that the stuff that kills kill. stuff. Yeah, right. the, the it'll, killing. Yeah, stuff. it'll take care of it. So, but yeah, uh, it, I am not familiar with this magnet in the liner. It really, was, because I get yeah. those ninety-nine cent ones, and is it a regional thing? Is I there a know. run on magnets in the Pacific Northwest? Because there's little round magnets uh, about every foot or so, maybe that kind of hug the porcelain tub. That's weird. Maybe you know, maybe the 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 liner, the shower liner competition has gotten so um, has gotten so uh, uh, aggressive that somebody had to up their game and get magnets to sell their liner for <laughs> the next guy. Maybe it's just so competitive in the in the shower liner business because uh, I tell you, I've not seen. But from a business line. standpoint, you're adding a lot of labor, sewing in these little pockets of magnets. I believe they're sewn in to the vinyl. Yeah. Well, again, I mean, huh. I, anyway, I, I think it's the I think it's the shower liner industry, the competitiveness, the sheer competitive uh, uh, attitude that somebody had to say, okay, well, what can we do to get our liners to sell better? Sure, how about we put magnets in them? That's a stupid Magnet. idea. You're fired. <laughs> That's the most ridiculous idea I've ever heard. You're fired. Do, do, you, think it, do you think it gave rise? Was it like a, like a marriage of convenience in the business world? It, like it brought together the magnet and the shower industry in some fashion? Do you think I'll that you needed what, done, I maybe? Around, I don't want to be around magnetic anything. Hmm. Hmm. I, I don't. It, but it still goes back, Dion. What if I cut it crooked? I guess I could come. I could drop five bucks on shower curtains, and it gives me five tries at cutting a straight line with a pair of scissors, which I've never been good at. Because if it was crooked, that would really, really bother me. 
Okay, so you could solve the whole thing by just sitting in the tub and washing yourself with a rag on a stick. That way you don't get any overspray. You don't okay. get any of that. Are you a bath guy? No, I'm not. Okay, me neither, because I was going to go point counterpoint on bathing, but bathing to me is disgusting. I think, because I'm I think, sitting in my own juices. Not yeah, a bath guy. You know, I think bathing was, that's just all you had back in the day. You know, you fill a big tub or bucket of water, but then the showers came along and all the rich folks that had, you know, piped in water to their house and somebody came in and said, oh, we have this thing that can, hmm. uh, that can replicate rain. and It's like a hose. Yeah. yeah I, like I wonder hose, how you would sell it, that. How would yeah. you sell it? You know, how would you send your reps out with that? But um, no, sitting in a bath, that just... Uh, I have taken baths, but I take a shower first, and then I sit and luxuriate in a bath, and then I realize I can't luxuriate. Do you have a cigar and in the bath? No. That sounds nice. I've had a cigar in a hot tub before. Yeah. Cigar and a cup of tea? In a bath with a book? Am I reading a book? I feel like I should be no, reading. I, I don't know. I don't know. No, you'd probably be listening to podcasts or, you know, listening to something or someone or I would, you know, you, you, you cited, you cited my Lars interview. That was a heck of an interview. I'm I'm sorry. You missed half of it. You you missed half of it. Apparently with the sound, I, 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 it's funny. I haven't heard anybody for a while. My audio was extra dicey. I have to admit, and I did take some steps to ensure a better quality. I like lo-fi. But I also don't want to put something out that people can't listen to necessarily, right. not because of audio anyway. But um, what a freaking interview. I, I know why you love the guy now, Dion. I love yeah. him. Yeah. Amazing. I, so, I mean, you could write volumes on just that one interview. Uh, you know, he said so many great things. Right. One of the things that that really stuck out was, you know, it's like, you know, what makes you happy? You know, do you do, you know, he's like, I I don't pursue happiness. And it's it's completely true. It's totally true. If you go looking for happiness, you're just not going to find it. It's an endless pursuit, right? It just, it, it, happiness, it befalls, you know, it it falls upon you. And then all of a sudden you have to be able to recognize the moment or the time, you know, and if it's, if it's, you know, being content versus being happy, I don't know. But so the thing is, hmm. like, and so I came up with like an analogy, right? It's like you hear, okay, you know, well, you know, money, you know, money can't buy happiness. And, you know, it, it's true. It's not true. Whatever people, they, they, they constantly go out, you know, you read articles, you know, about people, you know, people that win the lottery or whatever, they go out and they, they try and buy the happiness, right? They're buying, buying happiness, buying this, buying here. And then all of a sudden they're broke or whatever it is. And they're not happy. They're miserable. It's like, okay, so you can make an analogy of, say, like, I don't know. Say, like, I'm a huge fan of Douglas Furs, right? There's two people. There's a person with no money, and there's a person with all the money in the world. This guy says, you know what, with all the money, says, I love Douglas Furs. He's like, I'm going to go buy them because I'm going to – and I'm going to put them all over my property because I absolutely love Douglas first. So he puts them out there. He buys, you know, he spends tens of thousands, whatever it is, you know, how many ever he puts out there, brings the labor out, digs them, puts them in the, in the most perfect place imaginable. Then he sits there and he's not happy. And then the other guy over here, 
you know, which maybe doesn't have much. You know, sees Douglas, see, you know, is up in the mountains going around. And, man, that is a beautiful Douglas fir. It's like, that is awesome. He's like, well, hey, did you hear about, you know, the guy that lives over in this area over here? He planted the most amazing grove of Douglas firs. And hmm. so now every day that guy goes by, he rides his bike or whatever, and he sits there. And he sits there for like 10 or 15 minutes just looking at these beautiful, full Douglas firs, which he didn't have to plant, which he didn't have to spend a dollar on. But he sits there and he looks at him and he's like, wow, these things are beautiful. They're gorgeous. That, and, and you know what? He's found a, a little happy moment. That's his happiness, right? Whenever he's out, right. he, he stops and looks at the Douglas firs. Whereas the guy that thought that buying, you know, the, the Douglas firs and making this huge field of them or whatever is not as happy as the guy that did plant them, you know, the guy that's observing. So I right. That's a little it, – it, it could get a little fucky because you're dealing with uh, – okay, put it this way. Uh, I like kids, which is something I never thought I would say in my life. And it's mostly because I like seeing my son happy. So we have his friends over, and it's a good time. We play Uno. We play Sorry. Whatever we do, we watch a movie, you know. And then his ki- the other kids, my kids' friends, go home, and their parents have to take care of them. Their parents have to water them. Their parents have to make sure they grow properly. So in your analogy, there's one guy that's doing a lot of work or paying for people to do a lot of work, and you have a, a mooch almost enjoying just reaping the benefits of this guy's labor or this guy's uh, paying for labor. I'm not sure if I like the guy that's just uh, enjoying the other guy's labor. Well, I don't know. And I don't know if you're being a little tongue in cheek there or whatever, but I think I was, I was, I guess I was trying to make uh, the point or the analogy of trying to buy your way to happiness. Right. uh, In many cases doesn't work. Whereas finding your, for lack of better words, finding yourself you know, knowing who you are, knowing what you like, knowing what you want. And enjoying your moment. A, a very, moment. like a right. Buddhist kind of happiness, right. a contentment. Uh, right. And everything being transient and in transition and changeable, which is three ways of saying the same exact thing. Um, no, it, yeah, it's... But the, yeah, I was going to say the Lars, the Lars interview was brilliant. I mean, he said so many. I actually wanted to go back and, like, kind of, like, make notes <laughs> and then, like, have conversations uh, about, you know, the things that he said. I mean, it's, he, he's great. For the fact that he, was, he started doing all these things, he started cooking, uh, he started cooking, dare I say, chefing at age chefing. five. <laughs> you know? Making, it's something uh, that popped oh, oh, two things that popped out at me, his gang, the, the people, right. his age, I suppose, or around his age being what, like five or six that were feeding right. old hungry people yeah, is amazing. I don't know right. what happened there. That's just amazing. But almost more amazing is I interview, I, I do interviews. I interview a lot of people in the industry, in the cigar industry, in the tobacco industry. 
And I really never ask anymore, when did you start smoking? Because that's a question everybody asks. It's a question everybody's answered a million times. And it's 9.9 times out of 10. Oh, I started at 18. Because they have to, I'd imagine, stay legal. You know what I mean? They don't want to say anything wrong. You know, if uh, like the FDA or, you know, you know, the powers that be, you know, them, they get a hold of right, recording. The them. Oh my gosh! Somebody broke the law. Somebody, somebody actually enjoyed a tobacco product when they were fourteen. Oh my! God. We we need to we need to do away with this podcast. This is this is a exactly. Terrible, uh, this is it's a, a blight thing to be out there that our children might get a hold of and listen to, and it might influence them. Well, I'm fourteen. I'm going to go. You know, bullshit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Lars started smoking at nine. Yeah. Amazing. Right. right. Yeah. Amazing. It, 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 the modeling to this, but this isn't the Lars show. This isn't that. Uh, it just, uh, and I hope the audio was clear enough. I mean, you seem to have heard it and I'll take strides to yeah. um, better it all the more. But yeah, that, that was a great interview. If people didn't hear it yet, go listen to it. Uh, a lot of people have heard it actually, but the more, the better. Really some good stuff. This and we're do it again. podcast, right? Yes, yes, brought to you by Clorox. Brought to you by Lars Tetons. Ooh. 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 Ooh, what about this? And I'm thinking out loud, and maybe uh, I'm out of hand with this, but what about the next Disillusione podcast with special guest Lars Tetons? Right. How's that? How's that float? Yeah. Oh, you know, it's it's your podcast. You can do whatever you want. It, well, it's ours. I, I remove myself from the, the the lion's share of culpability on this. You're my guest host at this point in the Disillusione podcast, brought to you by Clorox, possibly large right. Tetons, and possibly or both Clorox with OxyClean. With OxyClean, I I don't I don't want to make people feel bad. I want to. I want to dictate toward, I, I want to posit this as like an everyman's podcast. And if you can't afford that extra 60 to 80 cents for the OxyClean additive, I don't want you to feel out of sorts listening to the Disillusione podcast brought to you by Clorox, powered by Clorox. Fueled but, uh, by. Fueled, fueled, extremely so, without that E so, at the beginning. Uh, speaking of fuel, what, oh... I lost my espresso. Um, are you uh, enjoying a cigar right now? I am. I am. I, I, I found you, myself you unable to speak publicly without a cigar in my hand. It's become a thing. But anyway, anyway, yes, I, I am smoking currently. Do you not dare, a sponsor. Do you dare divulge what it is? I mean, I don't care if it's not one of mine. I, I, I could care less. Well, I, oh, fine. It's it's a it's a Caldwell, Blind Man Bluff, uh, Maduro. Oh, good, good. It's okay. It's good. Yeah. Uh, are you smoking? Of course, of course, it's good. He's one of your sponsors. It's a great cigar. <laughs> it's it's a Come it's on, an man. excellent you gotta get cigar. With it. It's a fine yeah. cigar. Yeah, if you're in the market man. for a it's cigar, okay. it's okay. What are you smoking? <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to right. focus on it. I reviewed it. People could see the review. I forget what I gave it. It was probably I think a B+. You gave it, I think you gave it Cigar of the Year. 
No. You gave it no, Cody. not Cody. Yes, uh, no, not not this year, not any year actually for the for the blind man bluff. But it, it's it's up there. It's good. It's excellent. It's fine. I'll tell you what. If you're in a market for a cigar, you have to smoke this cigar. You have to purchase this cigar. Demand it at your local brick and mortar. Hey, hey. First of all, this is my show. Let's not go that far. Well, you you wanted me to amp it up a little bit, or did you mean elsewhere? No, of course. Go go out and buy this. <laughs> and also, while you're there, demand Illusione at your local brick and right. mortar. Just keep demanding house. stuff. They'll love you. They, they, yeah. they won't hate every time you come into their shop. If you simply right. demand, they purchase other cigars each and every buy time you his, show up. Right. Buy one of mine. Maybe buy a uh, one of Pete Jackson's. You know, one of one of Pete Jackson's. Uh, that those are good cigars. Um, and uh, buy a bunch of cigars from your local brick and mortar. Just go in there, buy cigars. They're good for you, but only if you're 18 yes. and older. 21 in a growing number of uh, regions. But yeah, yeah. Go, go ahead. What do you, what do you, what are you smoking though? Uh, or are you smoking? smoking Cruz- we- yeah, I am. I'm smoking a Cruzado Churchill. Okay, that is really a beautiful cigar. Yeah, I actually I, recommended Cruzado to one of the one of my Capulets Media fans, listeners, Mike Weinstein. Shout out! Um, actually, he's more than that. He helps behind the scenes a little bit here at Capulets Media, and he loved the Cruzado. That's that's oh, one of the Lugiones I recommend to everyone. I, yeah, I love them. It's, it's usually it's my go-to day in day out cigar right now. The the Churchill. It's it's such a great cigar. It's got every it's got everything I'm looking for. Not, not, no, not to say that my others don't, but this one, it's of just course. Like, I'm, I'm kind of in, yeah, I'm kind of in the, the, the Cruzado, the Cruzado trench right now. I have been for like about three months. I, I don't know what it is. So it's, so, it's your Cruzado period. Yeah. What I you're guess. in now. So it's, it's usually the first cigar I start with, then I move on to other things, but uh, yeah. But that's I, I interesting. What, so, so you smoke a first cigar in the morning, at least today. And it's it's a stronger cigar because I know a lot of people. Yeah, kind of. Well, but a lot of people like that Connecticut smooth with the coffee, kind of a very mellow cigar. Yeah. And that's definitely not the Cruzado. I mean, the Cruzado has a little no. more muscle than that. It does. So that's good. More. That's good. It puts hair on your chest first thing in the morning. That's yeah, a that, good thing. Yeah, that phrase. When is that phrase going to go away? It puts hair on your chest. I mean, it's, it's, it's almost it's like the, the turn of last century. You know, like, those things will those things will sell like hotcakes. I mean, when did the old timey phrases go away? You know, it's it, it, okay. Look, we need they're the tried and true. The millennials need to step up and make the next thousand year or hundred year or fifty year book of phrases, right? Because the whole the whole puts hair on your chest, uh, sells like hotcakes. You know, I could come up with a, a, a 20 different phrases right now that are just like, you know, you almost have to be wearing a uh, barbershop shop quartet uniform to say, you know. They're flying off the shelves. Right. Uh, that kind of thing. That kind of thing. Um, uh, I don't know. Tried and true, man. Tried and true. And I have to um, get out my little book here real quick and cross something out because I was going to pitch to you a couple of these ideas for slogans. Um, so I, I take it, Illusione, it'll put hair on your chest. Uh, that That's out. That would be straight yeah, out. Pretty, 
yeah, I'm not taking notes on uh, on slogans or phrases, but uh, I will be more than happy to uh, decide on what your phrase is going to be, what your catchphrase is. I have you capitalized today since 2015. That's my been, that's been my, uh, my 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 slogan. Uh, what I need, Dion, and I mentioned this to you, is I need a logo. And we can't really discuss logos on podcasts. That's bad listening. Yeah, it's bad listening, right? Because you have to have some form of imagination. Right, right. And I demand a lot from my listenership, but for them to have imagination, that seems to be a bit much. I don't want to. I don't want to exclude anyone. Uh, but but the but the logo should definitely have uh, leaves in it. I would say. Shouldn't, so, shouldn't that be a thing? So we're, we're, we weren't going to talk about logos. It's bad listening. But now the logo should have leaves. <laughs> it's up to you. You're my co-host. Okay. It's, it's like, should we it, move okay. on? So it's like, okay, it's like ants coming to a picnic. It's, it, now th- this, could be a, this could be an hour segment about, you know, a logo. Maybe it should be, maybe it should be laurels. You know, like uh, like a Hello. Roman emperor. I see. I, I I don't identify with that though. That it, it would have to be Jewier than that. It's almost in. It's almost juxtaposed to my brand. Right. <sighs> yeah, I a don't. I don't know. Man. You're just gonna David, have to sit down. You have to sit down with. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Go get your kids' uh, notepad and crayons and just start drawing things. If he's got an Etch-a-Sketch, you know, that, that I might do. deliver a great logo. I do have an Etch-a-Sketch. I have two. I have a small one and a large one. That would be good. It's hard for me to draw on them, though. It's hard for me to draw, period. But, uh, yeah, I, I need a logo. Maybe somebody else, maybe somebody out there listening could throw me a logo. I don't know. I had this one guy, a tattoo artist, that uh, drew me a logo a few years ago. And uh, I wanted him to update it, but now he's a novelist. He moved on from artwork to writing. So, yeah, he doesn't write very well between you and me. Yeah, probably wasn't good at at either. Sounds like the guy you probably (sighs) don't want to get a tattoo from. He's done some good work. I'll share some links. He's done some very good work, but maybe not great at logoing, let's say. But anyway, or writing. But anyway, tattooing is good. But uh, slogans, you don't like have you Kaplowitz today? Should, should I change that? Is that less century? Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, yeah, I would change it. I would change it. I tried lo-fi and lovely. That right. didn't catch on. I don't no. think people like lovely in no. the cigar industry. Um, do, you remember that, do you remember that one tattoo show in New York? Uh, and I can't re- I think Kat Von D maybe was a, uh, a tattoo artist with them way back in the day, but she left. I don't know. Anyways, so it was this hmm. guy um, – he had like four or five guys in the thing and he ran it. He was kind of like a hothead. Um, and he oh, was he a bald guy? 
Paul shaved head. Yeah, and he wore, and he wore the, yeah, exactly. That guy. What was that called? Yes. Uh, something ink or what? I don't know. They all had the word ink on the back. And look, I'm a big fan of tattoos. I have several. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember this one guy, right? Okay, so you give that guy, okay, if you go in for a koi fish, okay, he will freehand on your, you know, on your shoulder, on your chest, whatever, and make the most magnificent, beautiful, gorgeous koi fish you've ever seen. You're like, damn, that's, that's, if I want a koi fish, I am flying across the United States and getting a koi fish from this guy. He's great. But if somebody else came right. in and they said, oh, you know, here's, I, I want a portrait of my daughter, you know, and he takes it and, you know, cause you know, you have different things. You got guys that like do flash. You got guys that do, you know, um, Japanese, you got guys that do, you know, there's different forms, different focuses of, uh, um, of, of tattooing, right. You know, different sure. styles and one is better than the other. So, he would do it. He, at every time, you know, he would always do koi fish, koi fish, koi fish. But I remember this one, this one episode. This lady comes to him and, oh, you know, I want a portrait of my daughter. You know, and there's, the, you know, the guys in the studio that do, do great versions of the portraits. He does this portrait of this cute little girl. Looks like Jason Voorhees. I mean, <laughs> you know, leather face. <laughs> looks like leather face. <laughs> Ooh. And uh, I went, oh, okay. Oof. So this guy is pretty much a a, a, a one trick pony, right? Now, He's your if koi her guy. daughter looked He's like your a koi, koi fish, yeah. If her daughter lo- had the face of a koi fish, I bet I bet it would be the cutest little koi fish ever. But mm. reading in this picture, you know, put this where well, did she look like in. Leatherface? Now, did yes, it, Jason it, Voorhees it, or Leather, it, I mean, it was, it was not a good portrait. Ugh, that's not tough. good. That's I can't believe tough. they aired it. it what, 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 yeah. the, I, I'm into tattoos also. A long time ago, more than now. But, uh, and I have several, several unfortunate ones too. But um, it always struck me, the uh, memorial tattoos, I... The mo- that would have to be the most pressure. When de- and I'm not no, saying I don't think so. this case in point was a memorial no. tattoo per se, but when you translate much- a picture of someone that's so meaningful yeah. onto somebody's flesh for all eternity, so that- that's where Ugh. that's where you have to do as as the person that's getting the tattoo, you have to do your research and find out who is the best portrait tattoo artist. There, and then go to him, right? You just don't go into a tattoo store and, and go to the guy that does Flash or Sailor Jerry and stuff like that and do a portrait, you know, because then it's going to look like, you know, Mr. Magoo. Right. Um, but, right. I mean, so, so the place that, you know, that I use, uh, you know, in Reno, uh, Ace's Tattoo, there's, there's a guy, there's guys in there that do everything. They have their specific thing that they do, and that's all they do. Not to say that they can't do other things, but it's like if I want to Flash, I go to Jared. If I want portraits, you know, I go to this guy. If I want, uh, you know, if I want uh, 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 Japanese art, I go to this guy, you know. I mean, because that's what they do, you know, and they're very, very good at it. Why don't they sponsor this show? I don't know. Well, there you go. There you go. I'll I'll tell you what. I got to get down there one day, and you got to bring me to that tattoo shop and get me some ink. Well, I'll get me some ink. But I got to get some ink to commemorate the trip down there. I think right. that I think that sounds like an excellent idea. I haven't had a tattoo in too long. 
and I have room. But anyway, uh, I, I, I want this. I, I want this tattoo shop, Dion, to sponsor this yeah. show. Yeah, they're good guys. I, I, I need this to happen, and I need you to make it happen for me. Okay. I, I, I need right. this in my Just life. Let me know what type of tattoo you want, and I'll I'll, I'll point the guy I, out at you. I do. A, I have a bunch of Sailor Jerry type stuff. If you want to categorize that, yeah. I so also that, so that have would a, be so that would be my guy. That you would go to Jared Eisenberg. He's 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 Jewish. Flash. He's you know, Jewish. I don't, he is, I don't think he is. If he is, I don't think he 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 owns up to it. Uh, that's good. That's probably for the best. But uh, no, it's uh, it, this is exciting. This is exciting. I I have a lot of Sailor Jerry stuff. It'll fit right in. I have some I have some canvas, if you will, for him. And I need to make a trip down there. It's not that far, Reno, from here. I mean, that that could happen. That could be a weekender. Right, right. But, um, right well, hey, man, I got to wrap it up. I got five minutes. All right, all right. Let's wrap it up. Let, let's wrap it okay. up then. With, is there any Illusione news on the Disillusione podcast that you'd like to share? Uh, no. Um, no, no, no. Well, that's great. That's great. So this has been the Disillusione podcast for October. Happy Halloween to everyone. And uh, this has been sponsored by, what's the name of the tattoo shop? Aces. Aces Tattoo Shop. I even like the name. Also by Clorox Bleach. Also by Lars Tietens. And uh, tune in next month when we'll be sponsored by somebody else probably. Or maybe one of those three. Or maybe no one. And we'll have even less news to look forward to. But go do your day. I'll do mine. And uh, thanks, everyone, for listening at home. Amazing. I, I didn't like that one. I didn't like that one. <laughs>